Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome What is up, everybody? Welcome back. It's Sunday, Divisional Sunday. We got a couple of football games starting up here in about an hour or so, and we're going to break down right now Senior Bowl just a couple of weeks away. Running backs. The running back class is a fun one this year overall, and the Senior Bowl has a few guys in it that I, I, I'm I'm kind of excited. When I when I turned the film on for a couple of these guys, I had some some preconceived expectations of what they were going to look like, um, some guys that I had in mind for comparables, what they might end up being and where they might finish in on my grade scale. As far as the running back class goes, I got most of the grading done for the running backs. The dog rating is still in, in the process. That's one that comes in flux, the athleticism score. We have a preliminary, and then I have a post-combine score. So it gets adjusted as we go, but the preliminary scores are in uh, for about the top 25 right now. And... There's one guy at the Senior Bowl that I'm excited because a couple years ago, he was a guy that got talked about a lot. He transferred, and then it was like, well, maybe he's done. Usually when a guy transfers because he's not performing well, uh, the opposite Jameer Gibbs. Jameer Gibbs was great at Georgia Tech, leaves, gets better at Bama, et cetera. This guy, Eric Gray, I'm going to talk about him here in a minute. He surprised the hell out of me. But if you're listening on YouTube, be sure to click that like, click that subscribe button, leave a comment. Let me know if, if there's a player you want me to talk about over the course of the next month and a half leading up to. We're about a week away, one week away from right now. Um, we're going to have three videos from between now and then, wide receiver, tight ends, and then a preview show next Saturday, the 28th, with Alex Dunlap's going to jump on here with me. And then one week from now, Monday, um, we're going to be headed to Mobile. And it's going to be a hell of a week. We're going to follow along. Every player, that's where a lot of the dog grades get built. That's where a lot of the, the breakdowns get built, the, the evaluations, the in-person evaluations. Um, if you want to follow along, behind the scenes, patreon.com forward slash Carpenter NFL. Check it out. But, yeah, let's get into the show. First things first, we're going to start at... Fuck it. Let's start at the top. Let's start at the top. Eric Gray, man. I was really excited to turn the tape on for him. 5'10, 210 pounds. Right now, right now, he's my running back three. Right now, he's my running back three. And, and I did not have this expectation. I thought he was going to come in at like eight, nine, ten in that area because this class is this class is very strong. But I will say the the grouping between three and ten is literally like not even a half a point. So it's close, but Eric Gray, 5'10, 210, he comes in. Uh, my play style comp for him was Devonta Freeman. Um, and he's patient with fluid, lower body, great center balance, and quick twitch. When I turned the film on for Eric Gray, like I said, Super excited to watch this guy because the whole time, every play he made, whether he had the ball in his hands or not, he was fun to watch. 
A few negatives on Gray's profile when he's watching the Oklahoma tape. His long speed kind of lacks a little bit, but he's going to get to that point quick, likely a mid 4-5 player, kind of project him at 4-5-5 for the breakout finder. Um, His agility and timing is positive, but just a a little too much shimmy, a little too much shake. Uh, Sometimes you just got to go. Um, we kind of saw this last year with Isaiah Pacheco, where it's it's so much movement, so much lower body, so much chopping, um, and and you just sometimes got to go. And we saw that with Devonta Freeman. That's why the Devonta Freeman comp comes up for a play style. He's a smooth receiver, soft hands, uh, and and he's a great. He's got great tendencies as a receiver as far as staying in motion and just the fluidity. Uh, multiple thirty plus reception seasons. Um, he he lacks the workhorse frame. Like I said, he's going to come in about two ten. Uh, he's not a full 210, 215 running back. He's not going to be playing at that 215 size, I don't think. Um, he's got the frame to fill out, but I'm not sure he's going to get there. He played in over 25 games over the last two seasons, over 330 touches in that frame. But again, that's not 330 touches in one season. That's 330 over 25 games in two seasons at Oklahoma. He'd benefit from having a fast number two with him, uh, like a guy we're going to talk about soon, Tyja Spears. Um, would be a great guy to play next to him. He's got quick twitch, agility, and burst paired with elite awareness, like I said, and uh, I think that sets him up for an elite skill set in the NFL. The thing is, it took him a little bit. He transferred from Tennessee. Now he's at Oklahoma. He had a great season at Oklahoma. I'm, uh, I'm, 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 I'm excited to see what he looks like down there at the Senior Bowl because last year the guy that I came in very high on was Rashad White, and I stayed very high on him through the Senior Bowl, and that might just be – Eric Gray in 2023. Number two on my list right now, this is not number two ranking, but number two at the Senior Bowl is Roshan Johnson. Roshan Johnson, the guy you don't know from Texas, 6'2", 222. This has been a NFL evaluator's favorite guy uh, over the last couple of years while playing next to Bijan. This guy can literally, literally do it all. Jalen Samuels plus as a comp. I want to give him David Johnson, but David Johnson, I, I mean – David Johnson is such a – you can't give him that comp. David Johnson looks a little bit different as a running back out of Northern Iowa. Jalen Samuels, very similar to Roshan because Jalen Samuels did everything. He played tight end, played running back, played fullback, all the stuff. Roshan can return kicks. He can catch. He can pass. He played quarterback as a freshman. Uh, he plays running back, obviously. He can play on special teams. He can do everything. Hyper acceleration, and he gets the opportunities in the open field. He, I mean, he's going to make you pay. He found himself blocking often will be the number two, obviously with Bijan, who's the best running back in this class. It's not close. Utilized him, like I said, on special teams, pass, run, blocker, run blocking, pass blocking. He's the dude for it. Um, Roshan, just an overall, he's a pro. He's an NFL running back. He doesn't have the skill set that Bijan has uh, or the athleticism that Bijan has, but he runs. And, and he makes up for it with just dog energy, the mentality of, you know, when I'm in space, if I'm blocking you, if I have the ball thrown to me, if I have the ball in my hands, you know, you're going to feel the wrath of me coming downhill on you. And at 6'2, 222, if this guy's 6'2, 230, I mean, you're getting into that conversation where it's like, all right, well, he's got, he's got like hardly any tread on his tires, played with the best running back in football. Like there's a world where we, I mean, we saw this in, in multiple, multiple times over the course of the last 20 years where two multiple running backs come out of the same backfield. Um, I don't know why it can't be Roshan as well. Roshan's got great patience. Uh, the definition of Roshan's career, like I said, patience sitting behind Keontae, well, actually playing with Keontae as a freshman, sitting behind Bijan, working with Bijan. Uh, he only crested 100 carries once, but he's got over 2,000 rushing yards. 
uh, while at Texas. We'll talk a little bit about Roshan again on Saturday uh, when Alex Dunlap comes on. That's going to be one of the five guys that I'm looking forward to watching. And I know uh, if one person has seen uh, more Roshan than anybody, it's been Alex Dunlap because he works down there for Orange Bloods. Um, but as the number two for Texas, um, he's really done everything. He's he, he literally run, pass, block, run, block, kick, return, cover kicks, you name it, he's going to do it. He played quarterback, like I said, as a freshman. goes a long way in the NFL, and people are going to say, well, what about Taysom Hill? No, this is not the same. Not the same. Uh, Roshan is a pure running back. and he's He looks fluid doing everything. So Roshan Johnson, like I said, Jalen Samuels plus – I really wanted to go David Johnson there with the comp, but 6'2", 222. Projecting him on a 4'5", 455 area as well. Uh, the next guy, polar opposite as far as size goes. Um, we're going to talk about um, – well, let's move on. We'll talk about Tyjo when we come back. I want to talk about these three guys first because Gray, Roshan, and Cameron Peoples are the three big, big bruisers, I guess you'd say, uh, out of the backs in this class at the Senior Bowl. Cameron Peoples comes in as number 11 running back for me. Um, he's kind of after that tier break. There's a tier break between one and two down between three and 10. So it's one, two big tier break. And then three to 10 right now, it's a big tier of, of a lot of different types of running backs. And then right there at number 11, like I said, is Cameron Peoples. He comes in at six two, two twenty five, 225. And what I had for a comp was a late career Latavius Murray. Um, but it, but the more I watched him, it became like early career Latavius Murray mixed with late career Latavius Murray, where that's confusing because there's two different running styles. If you watch Latavius early in his career, he would run more lower late career. He got started to get more up and up and up, but the speed obviously was there earlier on. And that's kind of where the mixture comes in, where the running styles of late, but the speed is of early. So it's a mixture, a good mixture. Another one was Derek Brown uh, tweeted at me and I put a video out there on Twitter. Uh, he said some Gus Edwards, Gus Edwards. I like that as well. He's a downhill pounder. That's North and South. Very well, very quick, tough runner with a grinder mentality. Uh, showed great strength in the lower body awareness. Uh, it, against an array of opponents from Texas A&M to Georgia Southern. didn't matter who was on the field. He showed up and he showed out. He lacks natural agility, um, but he can throw a step or a slide in there. He's, he's just not going to be your, he's not going to be your Jameer Gibbs type because he's not built like that. He's 6'2", 225, north and south, pound the ball. And, you know, he can bust one, but he's not going to be a 4'4 guy. He's going to be more of like, he's gonna, probably going to end up being like a 4'6", 4'6", type of guy uh, in the open field. He's got open field speed, uh, but it's not breakaway. Like I said, he can do it against Georgia Southern, but that doesn't mean shit in the NFL. Uh, great frame, benefit from having a lower center of gravity. Uh, for probably one, two, first and second down grinder, uh, pounder at the NFL level. Uh, but like I said, Cameron Peoples is a fun one to watch. He's just not going to be in that upper tier of running backs. Back-to-back with him, Chase Brown uh, out of Illinois. I did have higher expectations for Chase Brown. Uh, I watched a couple games of Chase, um, and I came away – kind of underwhelmed uh, not the pierce pass catcher but he can do it competently and he can t- continue downfield often drop by the first tackler he can evade defenders but uh when they get like a full body or two hands on him it's kind of feels like it's over uh one hand he can break those tackles pretty easy but too many carries that result in negative three negative two negative one zero yards due to multiple things whether it's vision offensive line lack of agility some of those things come into play um, but it's just his abilities are up there in the now Austin Eckler. Like that's the easy comp. It was like, oh, he looks like Austin Eckler because he got 41 carries and he's and he has you know 40 receptions, whatever. Um, Eckler was he's a complete outlier, right? Uh, his physicality falls off 
when that comp's brought up compared to, to, to Austin Eckler. He lacks the elite pass catching that Eckler has. He can catch the ball, but uh, he takes too many negative carries, and he's just not on that same level. He excels when he's game-planned to get outside, you know, pitches, quick dump-offs, things like that. Um, but as far as matching up with an Eckler comp, I had more of a DeAndre Washington out of Texas Tech uh, for Chase Brown. If, if you can get him in the open field, his, jet, his jets are similar to Eckler, uh, but his footwork and acceleration and ability, uh, agility, uh, sorry, are more comparable to a DeAndre Washington as far as uh, getting up and getting north and south and, 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 and kind of evading tacklers. 5'11", 205 for Chase Brown out of Illinois. Obviously had a massive season this year uh, for the fight in Illini. Uh, Chase Brown's actually brothers with Sidney Brown, who's a safety um, from Illinois. Chase, early in his career, went to Western Michigan. Uh, I believe these guys are twins. I, I didn't look at Sydney yet, but I believe Chase and Sydney are twins. And Sydney went to Illinois first and then Chase came after him one year later and then absolutely just, you know, ripped the top off of everything this year. All-American second team uh, across most boards, and and uh, Chase Brown's going to be a good one to watch, but it's going to come in light. I don't think he's going to be the fastest. He's got a few issues as far as vision goes, as far as the long speed, as far as pure strength, pure ability. DeAndre Washington, I think, is a very good comp for Chase Brown. I don't think that should be looked at negatively. He comes in at running back 12, going into the week right now, right behind Cameron Peoples, right behind Sean Tucker. Talk about Sean Tucker another day. Um, that guy, he came in at number 10 for me. That's a guy that, again, very underwhelmed by Sean Tucker, but we'll move on to another running back in this class. We skipped over him. Uh, that's running back number eight in the class for me currently. That's Tyja Spears from Tulane, 5'11", 195. Um, complete athlete with fluidity throughout the body. Spears is a natural, natural hand caster with elite burst. Uh, despite his size, he isn't afraid to put his head into the fire, take on or give a freaking hit. Uh, the biggest takeaway is just pure agility and speed that just completely jumps off the screen. Um, just, I mean, anybody that watched Tulane, like that game against USC obviously was the one where the 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 broad audience really saw who Tyja Spears was. And if you watched him throughout the year, you knew uh, heading into that. His weight will make people think twice, uh, but being 5'10", 5'11", uh, about 190, 195 pounds is he's going to come in at. But the talent is there. Um, you know, there's Jamal Charles level uh, speed nearly. Uh, Charles is obviously in the 4'3 area, but Spears' talent jumps off the screen immediately he lacks the legitimate size but that's about it i had naheem hines here they move very similarly and naheem hines is a, a freak coming out 441 projected for taisha spears like i said naheem hines uh spears is gonna be a fun one because it'll be interesting to see where they use him uh we often see sometimes some of these guys get moved around at the senior bowl maybe go out the receiver and play a little bit out there be interested to see if they use spears there or if he's the guy um, that's kind of out there returning kicks and stuff. So that's about, uh, what's that, five guys now. We move on to, we got Chris Rodriguez left. We got Kenny McIntosh, and we got Evan Hull. Evan Hull comes in right now at running back 15. Evan Hull from Northwestern. He had a great career at Northwestern, but as far as the NFL goes, Evan Hull's just not quite on that level um, as far as as far as output and ability. 5'11", 210 is what it's looking at right, right now. He had 1,000 yards his sophomore, his third year, third year sophomore year in 2021, uh, 1,009 yards, 33 receptions. This year he had 55 receptions on 913 rush attempts as well. 913 rushing yards as well. Evan Hull's nice. He, he's just he's just a slower Isaiah Pacheco is really what it comes down to. Very quick feet, kind of like we talked about earlier. Very quick feet, good awareness, good twitch out of the backfield. Used him in the slot, used him on screens between the guards. Very versatile, hard downhill runner. Outside of the quick twitch muscles, he struggles to get to that next gear. Really pull away from anyone. His 0-60 to 60, his zero to 60 speed's like 
more of like a I wouldn't say a Mack truck because he's not you know big more of like an 18 wheeler it's it's just not less than ideal for a running back that you're trying to you know he's 210 he, he doesn't really have an excuse behind him for not having the speed there but project him in the four sixes he, he has some Eckler tendencies uh, a lot of these guys are kind of built and they look kind of like Eckler um, but none of them obviously are as Jack none of them have the receiving skill set none of them have the speed the strength the work ethic of an Austin Eckler quite uh, his rushing is in the line with uh, like I said last year's Isaiah Pacheco choppy steps twitched agility but he pulled in a whopping 55 receptions last year slower Isaiah Pacheco Pacheco couldn't catch as good as Hole can. I think Hole might get an opportunity as far as that goes. Uh, I remember kind of close to a Kyron Williams from last year who ran really slow at the Combine, uh, but he still made the roster with the Rams. That's kind of what I expect out of an Evan Hole uh, as far as being a sixth, seventh slash undrafted guy. He's going to go somewhere around uh, that range. Kenny McIntosh. Kenny McIntosh was the most underwhelming player that I looked at uh, that's going to the Senior Bowl right now. I compared him to Devonta Price. Devonte Price, um, he latched down with the Colts for a little bit this year and then got cut. Devonte Price was at the Senior Bowl in 2022. He's a guy that came in tall and came in kind of like just a weird height, weird weight. I think he was like 195 when he ended up weighing in, but he came into Senior Bowl week looking like he was going to be 210, 6'2", 210. He ended up being 6'1", or 6'2", 195, I believe. And McIntosh is 6'1", 210. And I had high expectations, obviously. Georgia, right? Tough north-south rusher. Not what I expected. Uh, when the ball's in the right spot, he's a good receiver out of the backfield, but he's not even closely to comparable to James Cook. And obviously, James Cook was the best receiver the best receiving running back out of that 2022 class. Underwhelming work uh, while working out of the backfield, route running, finding the open spots in defense. Is this kind of something as a pure, uh, an efficient, a fluid receiving running back you need to be able to do? And that's like when you your route, you have to run a Texas route and the, the play breaks down and, and maybe the quarterback can't get you the ball. Where are you going to go from there? You have to be able to find the, the spots in the zone, find the spots, move with your quarterback, move against the grain, move back and forth or, or on wheels if the, the route's not there. You got to find somewhere to go. You can't just stop. And that's something that I, I tended to see McIntosh continue to do is just kind of not find the spots, not make it easy on his quarterback. And it's a, it's a situation where Bennett Stetson Bennett was the same quarterback. He was the quarterback last year for James Cook. He's a quarterback this year for McIntosh. It should have been a natural flip where McIntosh is the pass catching back. He should have, you would have thought. That was my expectation anyway. So the average rusher with a tight lower half, unable to create his own on much you'd like to see, as much as you'd like to see. Yeah, I just overall was underwhelmed um, after seeing, like I think I guess I was just naturally comparing him to James Cook from last year, um, expecting more from the rushing aspect, and I really was not as happy with that. Tight, tight lower half, hard-nosed rusher, a lacks of losing this, uh, with a hint of elite breakaway burst is what I had written down, um, but I just don't see it right now. Um, I like to be like to be proven wrong because I, I liked him coming in, um, but I just expect that 210 pounds to be a little bit lighter entering the week. Now, if you are listening along, we have one more player to talk about, but I need you to go over to underdogfantasy.com today. Use that promo code UNDERWORLD. We just emailed out this morning the player profiler picks of the week from Ahan, Dario, and Shervon. That's on Rival. That's on Sleeper. That's on Underdog. You can go to playerprofiler.com forward slash newsletter, and you can get these picks every single week. Obviously, now there's only two weeks left, but they're emailed out in the mornings during the game weeks. Underdog Fantasy, use the promo code UNDERWORLD. They have pickums literally every day. doesn't matter the sport. NFL season is coming down to an end, but they have MLB. They have NBA. They have PGA. They have NHL. They have literally everything. MMA, it's all there. It's all over there on underdogfantasy.com. Use that promo code UNDERWORLD. Now also go over to Sleeper. Sleeper is the house for all fantasy 
uh, leagues in 2023. I talked about this last year. When your league's coming to an end, leave all those other platforms. Go to Sleeper Fantasy. It's the easiest platform to use. It's the easiest platform to 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 roll into at 11.55 a.m. on Sunday and switch your lineup out. You don't want to have to log into the desktop to be able to use all these other apps the best way. Go to sleeperfantasy.com today. Import your leagues, create your leagues, draft on Sleeper, do everything on Sleeper. We're moving our API over to Sleeper so that we can get better data, better mock drafts from them as well. Go on over to sleeperfantasy.com today. Use the promo code UNDERWORLD. Now, let me finish this off with Chris Rodriguez. Chris Rodriguez is another bruiser in this class. Just 5'11", 224 pounds from Kentucky. Played with Will Levis at Kentucky the last couple of years. The comp... You're going to love the comp because it's definition of what he is. Daryl Williams, the big bruising pinball. If he isn't bouncing off a tackler, he'll likely fall forward on top of the tackler for a positive gain and an extra yard. His feet don't stop. They're just chop, 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 chop. Every every play, every snap, everything. He's finishing hard. He's just a LeGarrette Blunt, Daryl Williams. He's going to have a season with 10, 11, 12 touchdowns on the ground. He might not have 500 yards rushing, but he's going to have 10, 11, 12 touchdowns in some random season. He's going to get thrust into opportunity. I see that for Chris Rodriguez. He's not going to be high on the grading scale because it's guys like that. You just, you can't, it's like guy in a sport. Gardner Mitchell is going to have a season. Yeah, but you have to find the season. You have to find the team. You have to find the opportunity. We're not grading for that. We're grading for for what we what we want, what we know, what we can see. Chris Rodriguez comes in, north and south runner with vengeance. Like I said, good burst to break away, get into the open field. Not great awareness for tacklers that are coming lower from the side. He just kind of runs and just get, you can get clipped from the side and just down. He just doesn't have much, I guess, awareness for his surroundings when he is moving around uh, north and south. That's his thing, though. It's boom, downhill, fast, quick, hard. That's what you're going to feel from Chris Rodriguez. He's your classic two-down grinder. 20 receptions in five seasons, finished with 33 touchdowns, though, on the ground. That's what you're expecting to expect uh, from him. He was born about 10 years too late as far as being a running back in the NFL. He would have he would have been he would have been fucking awesome about 15, 15 years ago in the NFL. Uh, he's going to come in slow, 468-471 area for Chris Rodriguez. Uh, so that's the running back group from the Senior Bowl in 2023. I got Eric Gray coming in, my number three running back currently on the board. Roshan Johnson, number seven. Tyja Spears, number eight from Tulane. Cameron Peoples, and Cameron Peoples, number 11, followed by Chase Brown, 12. Chris Rodriguez, 13. Kenny McIntosh, 14. And then Evan Hole coming in at 15 currently on the scale. Got a few guys left to go through. Um, and, and and just the Senior Bowl coming up this week is going to be a fun one. I'm excited. Um, we got receivers I'm going to talk about. I got to go live tomorrow with Alan Soslowski from Rotowire. We're going to talk about all things 2023 rookies. You can check that out. I think that's tomorrow morning at about 1030, 10, 10, 1030 or 11 o'clock a.m. Eastern time on the Rotowire channel. And then I'm going to be doing the wide receiver future cast. So this video, but for wide receiver preview for this 2023 senior bowl on Wednesday. And then maybe like Friday, I'll probably do tight ends. And then Saturday, like I said, it's going to be an overview preview of the senior bowl before next Monday, eight days away from now, we're going to be heading down to mobile. Anything behind the scenes, patreon.com forward slash carpentry NFL. We'll be dropping a vlog each day while we're down there. With me, Matt, Alex Dunlap, the trash man, anybody else I meet up with. You might meet up with little Thor Nystrom. I might meet Derek Brown. Maybe see some other people down there from the fantasy community, the NFL community. And we're going to have a good time down there in Mobile, scout some of these players. Like I said, there's anybody you want to see me break down, let me know. Comment in the comments on YouTube. Drop a comment. Drop a five-star rating on podcast. It's greatly appreciated. Like I said, we're trying to get to 1,000 reviews on the podcast as well. 
But until next time, I am Cody Carpentier. You can find me on Twitter, and I'll be back in just a few days.